conquer a man by force is inconvenient. Better that he comes on bended knee. To throw a man in prison is time-consuming. Better that he imprisons his own mind. To take a man's children is unpleasant. Better that he volunteers them into civil service. To burn a man's church is dangerous. Better that he castrates his own spirit. My brothers and sisters, the citizens of a time and place are simply pieces on a chessboard being moved, sacrificed, protected for the single aim of rulers. Power. Power. Power exists in the space between the individual and his maker. The anchor buried in your heart is attached to he who formed the sun and moon. The connection is pure, uninterrupted. What is true of him is true of you, his sons and his daughters. You are the inheritors and need no intermediary to translate the language of eternity into your human ears. You already speak a native tongue called symbolism, and you already understand the movements of God through time, through our world, through our inner life. Who dares come between an individual and the God who made him? Who would be so foolish? Look up. A parade of priests and preachers, presidents and princes, teachers and tyrants are marching towards you. There is no shortage of those who seek power over you, those who seek to interrupt your pure connection to God. See how they rob your pockets of a tax, a fee, or a tithe as they move past you. To pursue power over another individual is an attempt to bring meaning to the life lived outside the light of God. Power can only be the aim of those who do not remember their origins, and so they seek a way to justify their own existence. If life is indeed nothing, and we are no different than an earthworm, the only two worthy pursuits are power and pleasure. Some men are drawn to one, some the other. Each is chasing an illusion, a mirage that presents itself to weary travelers. They are still playing pretend. What a shame! Fear not the devils who spend their days scavenging the earth for one more ounce of power. Pity them. They are dealing in pyrite, fool's gold, just as a child might acquire a treasure only only to be told it is worthless, and playtime is over. We must understand that power is not the means but the aim. They wish to supplant him in your soul. They wish for you to reach out to them in desperation, to long for them in the night, to need them for your sustenance. Please, would you turn the water and electricity back on? Please, would you provide for my children? Please, would you spare me prison in exchange for a bribe for the sight of me begging from my knees? Hear this. Those who seek power over the individual hate God. In time, they will be consumed by him. Power is the aim of hopeful rulers, but it is also the bait laid in the trap for the common man who has forgotten his origins. Do not be deceived when they promise that for your vote, for your allegiance, for your commitment to the cause, you too can have power. They will ask you to sacrifice your own heart for the sake of the collective, and only then will power be handed to you. This is how the militant collective is born. They, too, are a force in search of power. They put on a civilian's uniform and exert power over any who do not fall into line. Consider the brown shirts in Hitler's Germany, the Red Guard in Mao's China, the social justice warriors of our day. Power is the aim, not the means. 
They have nothing else to seek because they know nothing else. In their minds, power and equality mean the same thing. Militant collectivism is always born with the same hopeful and hollow words upon her lips. Fairness, equality, justice. The revolution begins peacefully but must grow more and more violent as free-minded individuals push back against being ruled by the totalitarian state. The man of God cannot be ruled by a state or a mob. He answers to God alone. For this reason, the state and the mob must crush him. He stands in the way of the state seizing ultimate power. If one mind is free, all minds are at risk of being set free. Violent collectivist forces have been growing in plain sight for decades, unchecked, unafraid to openly threaten the nation and its people. For its part, the church has stood idly by, unwilling to confront her enemies for fear of being labeled too aggressive or too conspiratorial. Our inclinations and callings are towards peacemaking, and so we do nothing and hope for peace. We have hoped they would stay confined to certain cities or lose their vigor over time. Instead, the violent collectivists have spread to every major city. They are emboldened by riots and death. Their hunger for power grows by the day like a cancer that has metastasized. As we turned our eyes and went about our business, a communist, anti-family, anti-God ideology infiltrated every major institution. Schools, universities, media, entertainment, city councils, community groups. We fed the enemy and gave him quarter because we did not wish to offend him or cause a scene. Now he feeds on us. Now he devours our children. What is new under the sun? The free man and the free woman have been crushed and persecuted across the centuries. We are in an age-old battle of the individual versus the de-individualized collective. The image-bearer of God versus the nihilist who has forfeited the image for a bowl of poison stew. The sacred individual is incompatible with collectivism. They are at opposite ends of the spectrum and make no room for one another. Our struggle is against fatherless, totalitarian homogenizers who cannot allow you and your family to exist unless you are willing to bow to the ideology. They are a swarm of locusts devouring anyone who stands in the way. And yet, there you are standing in the way. Will you bow or rise up? Will you hide in silence or will you roar? The scriptures give us precedent of men who would not be controlled by the state or the culture of the day, even at the risk of losing their own lives. Moses stood against the power of Pharaoh. Elijah refused to bow to Baal or the mob of worshippers. Daniel disobeyed the orders of the king. Paul challenged the gods of Athens and Rome. Stephen spoke what was not allowed to be spoken. Christ himself defied the rulers of Jerusalem. These men and many others suffered by standing for what is right and true. It is this life of courage that we must bear. It is this suffering that we must come to expect, accept, cherish. The age of the docile has long come to an end. We have no use for weak men. We have no use for those who are quick to submit to the mob. Dismiss the soft-minded and capitulating men among you who mistakenly believe that they reflect Christ in his weakness rather than in his power. These men will get our families killed. We serve a God who carved order out of the void and is intent on crushing darkness for eternity. 
I am devoted to that same work, the work of the warrior poet. Remember, while so many of our brothers and sisters have been slain in the streets or locked behind prison bars, the true desire of our rulers is to rule over our hearts and minds, not our bodies. They desire your affection and unquestioned allegiance far more than they desire your physical body. My brothers and sisters, after blood has so deeply saturated the soil, words have been redefined, the prisons have reached capacity, and every possible action has been taken. Power continues to evade them. How can this be possible? Because temporal power is an illusion. True power cannot be manufactured by law or enforced by weapons. True power cannot be seized by the madmen who sit on thrones, no matter how many bodies they stack in graves. True power is not exerted by a gun or the threat of imprisonment. True power comes from remembrance. Power is showing mercy to those who have attempted to take everything from me without understanding they can take nothing. I mourn them. I pray for their eyes to be opened. True power belongs to God alone. These modern devils do not know what great power God holds in his hands, restrained, held back like a river pressed against a dam. They play below the dam, slaughtering his children, seizing thrones, declaring arbitrary laws. One day, the dam above them will break. One day the crowns and scepters of these modern devils will be snapped in half like twigs. The only king is coming, and with him comes the power of eternal life and death.